should have had like two beers before this. Yes, that's what everybody does. <laughs> it's implied. You need to go get a drink. I'll wait. Okay, I'll wait. Okay, I'll get one. Welcome to the Finicky Podcast, where we drink a little bit, talk a lot, and the jokes are bad. I'm Julian, the Commissioner, and today we're joined by the fabulous only girl in the entire league, Stephanie. Hell yeah. Hello. <laughs> you just hell yeah? <laughs> well, yeah, only girl in the entire league. It's ten people. I mean, okay, good. That's good. That's a, yeah. Own it. Uh, we're also the uh, now the only two members of the the two kids club where we have two kids. Yeah, two. Yeah, two, two like small ones. Two small ones. Yeah, it makes the um being able to concentrate on everything else way. This isn't a podcast for excuses, Stephanie. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh huh. Okay. Well, well, so, we'll, we'll since we're not going to talk about kids and and girls and uh, the wiping front to back, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> for now, we're going to talk about fantasy football, the stuff that matters the most, way more than our kids. <laughs> Let's talk about the week four recap. We kicking off. Wait, do you have these games in front of you? Yes. Okay, good. That'll help. All right. The first matchup we'll start up with week four recap was the host versus host matchup of Zach versus Tez. Oh, and for Zach, three and one Tez. You can guess how that one ended up. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited that Zach's 0 and 4, though. Loser. <laughs> Why is that? Because he's in your division, or just he's in because our Zach division, sucks? And I feel like he's never, you know, he never joins us down here on the bottom. <laughs> so it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your trip to the bottom, Zach. <laughs> you know, maybe a bottom's draft strategy of talking to me about dumb stuff secretly messed up Zach. Yeah, who knew how many feathers that would ruffle? He really got a lot of shit for saying that. <laughs> I know. Well, speaking of the draft, I will I'll give Zach the well the only kudos that you can give Zach at this point. Christian McCaffrey was a good pick at number one. He's doing amazing. He had 27 points. I think he's had every running back snap for the Panthers outside of some guy named Reggie Bonifon. And currently, he's on pace for 344 carries, 100 catches, and 2,500 total yards. Stats. That's a lot. Yeah, he's awesome. And maybe he could have had a chance of beating Chris if he had started his ace in the hole, Jameis Winston, which he's been given so much shit for. And, uh, but I don't even know if that would have saved him. Uh, what did you see out of this matchup, Stephanie? You know, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, you know, I, you know, I was making fun of Zach, but I, I really feel for him because I feel like his team looks a little bit like mine. Actually, his <laughs> team looks slightly better. Than my oh, you got him good. Suck it, Zach. 
We've got a girls team. (laughs) His looks better than mine, actually, even though my record's somehow better. Well, on paper, you're right. It doesn't look... These are all very... These are very uh, familiar names. Uh, Some respectable numbers in there, you know, even though they're not as high as some of Chris's. Lose! Oh, yeah! Decent (laughs) numbers in there. God, you're roasting him. Uh, yeah, you look at it, and the biggest difference is um, somehow Zach thought the Packers' defense was a good idea. Um, and yet, Chris, so that got minus four, and Chris had the Patriots' defense, which got 31 points. In fact, That's I think the, the Chris's best player may be the Patriots' D. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially that- considering how few points, like, Brady scored last week. Oh, Brady- yeah played that whole game um yeah you look at that you look at you got Fournette, Eckler Chris had just a all of his points came from about two or three people and uh I don't know I guess once once Chris gets Breeze back he might be a scary team and uh I don't know it's I guess Zach's got Melvin Gordon coming down the pipeline but I don't think that scares anybody um all right anything anything else on that matchup no, you know, I don't know. No. Oh, except for that Odell um, failed pretty bad that week. The only player yeah. that... Do you, how do you feel about that, Giants fan? Yeah, you know, like, at first I wasn't like, very happy about it, but then I decided it's fine. I don't... He, he was just... <laughs> he was like, he didn't do hardly anything for the Giants for the last, like, two seasons, considering how hyped up he makes himself to be so he did catch a football with one hand stephanie yeah but that was like four years ago that was that was forever ago all right moving on we've got bottom the bruin versus lyle butch t lyle and uh this was a pretty close one but you know also very low scoring so it was just a it was a close sad matchup yeah um uh, what did you see in this matchup between these two powerhouses. It's just too bad about Trubisky. Loser. <laughs> Burn. Oh, I got you again. <laughs> Look at this. No. this great. You're roasting people. Right the right side, I'm just saying it's too bad for the actual quarterback. I feel bad for everyone. Um. Well, I mean, the guy's not dead. He can get hit by a bus. He hurt himself. He'll be out for a while. Chase Daniels is coming in, so I don't think they're going to take his job permanently. But, um, yeah, he got zero points from Trubisky. Uh, Bottom got zero points as well from a player, but a lot less sympathy there because it was Mike Williams who had been declared well in advance that he wasn't going to play football last week. (laughs) This could have been a blowout, but um, uh, Lyle looks like he didn't start uh, Jordan not a real person, Howard. And uh, so I don't know. I feel like this matchup, there wasn't, there were, there was a good amount of points left on the bench, but I don't think not enough to make this crazy difference. I think Lyle is going to win this thing out the gate, no matter what. Winner. Uh, what else, you see anything else in here? No, I mean, and they're pretty close. They were yeah. pretty close, but they both, if they would have played anybody else, it wouldn't have been so close because those scores are off loser moving on we got the roommate rivalry jp versus snake jp three and one snake two and two uh 
Well, I guess those are their records now. But let's let's look at this. Uh, I mean, the big standout here is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb yeah. got 36 points, and that's probably a big reason that JP won this one by 20. Yeah, that's incredible. Three touchdowns. But you have to be emotionally involved in this because Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. I know, actually... I was kind of, I kind of, I was kind of sad that I couldn't pick him up. I said that somebody else actually picked him up. Yeah. <laughs> was he like third in your priority <laughs> of waiver request because you didn't think that anybody else would or should be interested in Daniel Jones? Yeah, you know, I don't even think I put in a waiver request for him. I just figured he'd still be hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, suck it, Daniel Jones. But uh, so winning since he got there, so I'm okay with right. That. You should have drafted him. You spent your last pick on the Giants coach, where you should have spent your last pick on Daniel Jones. True, but, you know, I guess he's helping my Giants coach, even though I only uh, got points from that. <laughs> that's true. Um, and I, I, I dug through the archives of all the way to last week, and um, we had a hot take from Chris Antez, who predicted that Daniel Jones would roll up four touchdowns on the Washington Redskins, and that did not happen. Suck it, Chris. Did um, they still won by a lot? They still still won by a lot because well, this was the Wayne Gallman show. Uh, looking at this, um, it's not a great. I mean, there's a lot of buys here, but you know, you can't be too mad at Snake. He had two points left on his bench. That's he's not like he started the wrong guys. I don't think the majority of the people on his bench were even playing football. Uh, no, none of them. None of them. But Josh Allen played football, so. He started all the right guys. He just didn't have the pieces to get it done. Loser. <laughs> we are moving on to, well, if you weren't emotionally invested in the last one, you were definitely emotionally invested in this one. Stephanie Tucker versus Ben Derrichet. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, you lost. I know. Look, my, <laughs> I, my, I know. <laughs> Loser. I'm not what happened? This year. I don't know, you know, like I dra- when I drafted, I was pretty feeling really good about my team, and then the first two weeks they just all slept, and I got like two was like the highest I got at anybody except Mahomes, and then it was like they woke up all of a sudden and I won a game, and now eh, they're either <laughs> they're just sitting down again. I know a Case Keenum was not a very good start no that was that was a bad start and the thing is as you look at your theory i i got so many questions so you started case keenum but then you also started the giants coach those kind of you had to lose on one of those right i mean unless it was just like a powerhouse game that the giants pulled away in the end yet case keenum still put up five touchdowns or whatever but yeah you you kind of bet against yourself there and then who's darius slayton First of all, I shouldn't have started Keenum because I should have followed your rule of not starting anybody against my team. Ah, yes. That's a rule. I I made it. But I have a soft spot for Case Keenum ever since he was on Hard Knocks like four years ago when he was on the Rams. (laughs) (laughs) You really? You really? You're brainwashed by Hard Knocks. I'm playing with my heart, Julian. And Slayton is on the Giants. And I don't know. You know, he was like okay, the first week Daniel Jones played, and so I kind of thought, like, maybe they had a connection and I was going to find some sort of diamond in the rough, but, yeah, didn't happen. Turns out he's just not that into you. Well, 
I mean, as on your bench, you you could have started Baker or I guess Ronald Jones left some points on the board there. But all in all, you, it looks like you started roughly the right guys outside of. Yeah, I didn't know. You know what? I don't know how you go Case Keenum over Baker Mayfield, and I I don't know who Darius Slayton is. So you you kind of shot yourself in the foot there. But if it makes you feel better, I'm not. No, actually, yeah. If you would have started all those people, I think you would have won. I think you would have. I know. I was you know I was trying to play like risky and didn't work. You did. You did that. I did. It failed. Well, you lost the likes of Kyler Murray and Gardner Minshew. Uh, Derge continues his march through adversity. Uh, he's 4-0. That Long Island drinking motherfucker. Let's move on to me obliterating bliss. Yay! <laughs> this is our yeah, most favorite really part did. of the I really did, right? <laughs> <laughs> He almost doubled it. Wow. Bliss got fucked. Look at that. <laughs> 194 points to 100. No, no, I, I shouldn't say. You, Stephanie, what's the score? 194 to 100. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I love yeah. this league because people like in other leagues go, oh my God, my fantasy team scored like 150 points this week. And I'm like, that's the low score for this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, almost as low as a hundred. Loser. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's let's just dive right into this one. Uh, looks like Lamar. You know, I I will say I got to give him credit. Lamar Jackson is holding his own. I'd say the majority of his points came in garbage time because I did watch that game. Uh, he had thrown for about 167 yards before this game got completely. Once this game got completely out of hand, then they let him get like. A little bit of rushing yards, a little bit of passing yards. And so he finished it with 21 points, and that kept it from being really embarrassing. But after that, it's just ugly. Ugly, 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 ugly. Ugly. Ugly game. Ugly. Um, I'm always happy to see, you know, Brady score low um, for personal reasons. I think everybody is. Nobody's cheering on Tom Brady but Ben Bliss. So... Anyway. Take that. But I'm kind of, like, mad at your team because you have all the good Giants. (laughs) <laughs> both of them <laughs> both of them the only ones oh no because you got Bar- okay. Barkley counts even though he's that's out. true and I feel bad for the Giants since I I clearly jinxed and cursed Saquon Barkley by saying on the podcast that he is invincible he's so great nobody knows how great it is to be me to have such an invincible player and by saying those words it turns out maybe just maybe <laughs> I jinxed myself a tad I think, uh, you know, so many players and quarterbacks and whatever are all hurt and dying out there that they all just got jinxed by the fact that people drafted them in the first place. They were like, too much pressure. Who knew we had so much power? (laughs) All right. Well, let's, uh, now that we've uh, done that, let's kick it to the week five projections. Do, 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 do. I don't have a sound effect for that. Week five. Um, We are going to, let's start looking forward while we're on the topic of Bliss and his misfortune. Let's look at him facing Ben Derage, uh, the undefeated Ben Derage. Let's take a look at this matchup. Uh, ben Bliss at two and two. He's uh, he's He's got a lot of shame going on. Uh, what do you think are Ben Bliss's chance of not being shamed uh, twice in a row. 
I don't know. Pretty good. I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> ben Derge is on a roll. He is on a roll. He's, 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 as Bottom put it, he did the thing that Bottom did that one time by he's taken all rookie quarterbacks and he's just rotating them in. And when we say all rookie quarterbacks, we mean that. He's got a fuck ton of them. He's got Dwayne Haskins, who was drafted 15th overall and is clearly trash. He's got Kyle Allen, who had that one game that one time. Kyler Murray, who will will die before the season's over. And the god of football, Gardner Minshew. Uh, four quarterbacks. I guess he's just going to keep all of them and uh, kind of run the market there. I don't know how he's going to get through bye weeks with his other positions. But I don't know. what. Who do you... Who do you see coming out on top of this one? Ben. He had it right now. Just trying to like comparing side to side. I don't know. I'm I'm rooting for bliss. You're no. rooting for bliss. Well, yeah. I, I I like the I, underdog. Yeah, I'd say bliss is the easy money here. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way that bliss could win this. Maybe. Maybe if he if Marlon Mack doesn't play and Hines gets all the carries, and yeah, but really I no, I I think that when you look at it, what, I'll say the one thing that does stand out to me is that uh, with all of his weapons, Darje still has kind of a secret weapon on the bench with Jalen Samuels, who I think will probably end up starting this week and putting up big points. So that gives. Derge three top running backs. And um, yeah, I don't know if Ben Bliss can carry that heat. We'll see. Maybe Lamar Jackson can save him. I For this matchup, I'd watch that Pittsburgh game and see how it turns out. Uh, but odds are Derge goes to five. And oh, let's move on Winner. to the Zach versus JP. Another LA versus New York matchup. And looking at it, it looks to me like Zach gets annihilated. What do you see? Loser. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. There's a lot of I see a lot of seen a lot of double digit projections on JP's side and not quite so many on Zach's. Cold <laughs> <laughs> blooded. <laughs> um, but I don't have room to talk because I we haven't gotten to my matchup yet. Stephanie, you have all the room to talk. This is your time to talk a lot. And then who knows? Maybe you win and you you look like a prophet. I Yeah, I clearly, Jameis Winston is going against the Saints D, which is playing very well right now. Uh, Zach could plug in Melvin Gordon and maybe get big money out of that. I think that's the wild card here. What does Melvin Gordon do? But it just seems unlikely to me that the Chargers will bench the highest graded running back in football right now for a dude who uh, didn't show up to training camp. Yeah. Yeah. You can dream. You can dream. A man can dream. All right. So uh, we agree across the board. Zach loses again. 0-5. Moving on. Tez versus Bottom. This is a division game that is 50-50 in probability. It's a one-point matchup. I don't know if they fully updated everything, but... um, Oh, who do you think comes out on top with this one, Steph? Um, I, I'm going bottom. Winner. Why? Why? If <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I'm. He's got. Well, I was gonna say 
but uh, Tez has Russ Willie. So now I'm changing. I don't know. Do people call him Russ Willie? Oh, sorry. In this house. Blame Kip. <laughs> Does Kip just going around calling him Russ Willie? He's really trying to make it like a thing. <laughs> He's trying to make it stick. So, so you know. Okay. All right. All right. Best of luck. But, you know, but Bottom's got. He's got Gurley. He's got Sammy Watkins, who I hate. Let's let's put this in realistic, in the most realistic scenario. Um, Right now, this is a one-point matchup, and uh, Kenny Galladay is on a bye, and Mike Williams is still questionable. I'd say while the probability of uh, this game is 50-50, the computer is not actually keeping in mind that Andrew Bottom will likely not swap those dudes out because he doesn't pay attention to anything. And so I'd say the probability of uh, Andrew Bottom rolling with a wide receiver on the bye is about 9 out of 10. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Chris Antez, because Bottom does what Bottom does every season. And uh, I think Chris ends up winning because he's going to play more players. That's how I see this one going. All right. Rolling on to the... What? Fair enough. Fair enough. Rolling on to the next one. We've got Lyle versus Snake. This is a uh, this is gonna be a tight matchup. We've got 158 to 150. Not sure these rosters are fully updated, but what do you see going on here? Do you think Lyle can pull up the upset? Um, or do you think Snake's gonna keep his uh, comeback rolling? Snakes, Snakes has got Jones. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, Snake's got Jones. Uh, what is what, what? Explain that to me. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Honestly, they look to me. I can't. I don't know. They look pretty even to me. They don't look. I can't. Julian, I'm bad at this. I don't know. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> it's, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. All right. Well, there's a lot of red cues on um, Snake's side. So he's got that going against him. Also, I don't think James Conner is going to play. So uh, all of that working against Snake. Uh, but the one thing that i got to look around is um, who's Lyle's best player. You could say it's Le'Veon Bell, but I, I really think right now he's hoping for a big game from Jared Goff against the Seahawks, and I just don't think that's going to happen. Since Jared Goff has signed his big $150 billion deal, he's thrown as many touchdowns as he's thrown interceptions, and he's got four fumbles. Stats. I think Goff is in for a rough day on Thursday, and I think Kirk Cousins is afraid to throw the ball down the field. So um, with that, if, if Lyle can't have any points from his quarterbacks, you would think that Snake will run away with it. Yeah. And yeah. he's... he's- you know, making what you just made fun of me for starting the one quarterback versus a head coach. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pointing out I'm not the only one. No, you're right. Yeah, that's a very good call out. It is Lyle starting Jared Goff versus the Seahawks coach. So he's got some decisions to make. Um, I, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and roll with uh, Snake on this one. And then there was there were two. The... The Clash of the Two Kids Club, you versus me, Ty Longball versus the 12th Manning. What do you see going on here, Steph? 
I got some, you know, uh, I haven't fully set my lineup yet. You so haven't. I mean, the waiver, there's still a lot of hot stuff on the waiver wire. Yeah, there's still a couple things in there. Got to make a couple of uh, coaching decisions. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's going to be. Um, oh, well, besides that, I'm going to win, obviously. But <laughs> That's some pretty um, solid shit talk there, Steph. That's what we're <laughs> talking about, about bringing the heat. You're doing it. Look, I need to drop like six of the people on my team, and then it's going to be fun. <laughs> then it's going to be fun? You're starting the Rams versus the Seahawks. You understand that, right? You understand the sacrilege there? I know, but... Does Kip know? No. <laughs> Look, I got, you know, I don't know. I got to support the Rams a little bit. I got two my uh, two kids that are LA LA uh, people. It's going to be their team, so I got to support it. <laughs> and for this matchup, um, what you lack of in a running game, you clearly make up for in an injured Devontae Adams. I'm going to pick myself by a substantial margin because... Uh, but yep, Devontae I'm... Adams is just his toe. I have faith. <laughs> it's just his toe. He needs that. It's not broken. It's not, it's turf toe. Still, he'll be there. It's, he'll be there. Not, it's not a good thing. Anyway, just leave Case Keenum in against the Patriots, <laughs> and it'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to bother switching anything out. Don't worry. No, I love this Sterling Shepard versus Darius Slayton matchup. I want to see who comes out on top there. <laughs> yeah, well, they're on the same team, so... Okay. Um, all right. So now we're at the end of the show where we talk about hot takes. Stephanie, did you prepare any hot takes? Um, my only hot takes. Yes. Are <laughs> are I don't yeah I, you know now I'm all confused, Julian. Sorry, but you made me have a can of wine, and I've lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to help the fluidity. <laughs> I'm, um, I don't know. My only hot takes for the NFL in general is I'm, I'm excited about Golden Tate coming back. And no one else is. This is my only, um, <laughs> my only big news for next week. I feel like he's going to surprise everyone. All right. All right. I have nothing. Because... Uh- you what know. do I put down for that? Golden, I'm excited <laughs> about Golden Tate. Does that sound like a hot take that you'd see on TV somewhere? You're really bottoming this up. <laughs> I know. Really <laughs> You're really bottoming hard right now. I so I know I'm just failing at my hot takes. <sighs> All right. Well, my, I'm going to make my hot take very tangible. I think Jared Goff has had 14 fumbles in 13 games. I think the Seahawks get a fumble return for a touchdown Thursday night. Compliments of Jared Goff. That is going to be my hot take. Stephanie, you sound exhausted. I say that <laughs> in the nicest of ways. I don't know how you're more tired than I am, but we're just going to roll with that. I'm just going to take that as a sign that things don't get easier and they only get harder. Um, we did it. Did you, did you anything else you want to announce before we turn before we, we close this uh, finicky podcast episode? Oh no, I'll do. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry, I'll do better next time. We'll have to do. We'll do it next better. time. You think there's gonna be a next time? All right, fine. <sighs> All right. Well, this has been another thrilling episode of the Finicky Podcast. Everyone, Finicky on, Finicky great. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I hope you lose so that I can. Win. Suck it, Zach. Suck it, Chris. Who, who are you gonna tell to suck it? Tell someone to suck it, Stephanie. Uh, you. What? Because I'm playing you this week, man. Uh, fine. The end. <laughs>